Welcome, welcome back, everybody. It is the penalty box, the summer edition, here on KCOU 88.1 FM. We are gassed. I thank God you were not close to the mic when I, you I just did it. that then. I pearled it. You did pearl that. Well done. Um, the levels didn't go above three, so oh. we'll take that. Uh, for those who don't know, Jack Knowlton is my name. Peter Camp is the That's man who name. screamed his name. Um, and yeah, we're back for the summer. We're both staying here, so we both thought, why not yeah. uh, continue to pollute the airwaves? I scream for ice cream, and also a return to the penalty box on KCOU. Yeah, and things. I scream for yeah gelato. Why gelato? I don't know. You I ever had gelato? No, I don't know Does if that have I, peanuts I don't in know it? that I have. I mean, it can. Yeah. I think it's just this. I don't think it's the gelato. What, what that makes has it the different? Peanuts. I don't. Isn't it? Is it fried ice cream? No. Is that what fried ice cream is? No. No. That's not right. I don't Gelato know. Gelato is a frozen dessert for of Italian origin. Oh. Okay, but what's the difference? Is it made of, like, gelatin? Oh, here we go. A perfect graphic. <laughs> a pie chart? A pie chart for ice cream? Um, it has slower churning to make it denser. Oh, yeah. It's, like, creamier, less, isn't it? Less milk and eggs. So it's not creamier. And it ah. hot, but it it can withstand higher temperatures. So it's kind of like if you live in a really hot place and you want ice cream and you don't want it to melt as fast, you get gelato. Like Italy, where yes. it's warm, even though it's not always warm, especially in the north. It's cold. Yeah. Oh my Sorry for my us Italians. My cord. Um yeah, you're Italian, Peter. We oui, we oui. That's French. Let's move on to the to the playoffs. Oh, oh Lord, the playoffs. That's really specific. Yeah. What? We're not in the groove. We had a hard time getting in the building. That's all I'm gonna say. It's a long story. It's a long we'll story. We'll talk about it later. Yeah. Extensive but until story. then, I want to talk about basketball. Game seven, Celtics Heat, and how Pat Riley deserves Jimmy Butler an apology. You mean owes him an apology? Yes. Why does Pat Riley owe Jimmy Butler an apology? Because Jimmy Butler absolutely balled out Game 6 and Game 7 for the Heat. He was really their only offensive weapon. He finished with 35 points, 13 for 24 from the field, 8 for 11 from free throws, and he had, what do you have from 3? He had 1 for 4 from 3, but he had 35 points. Bam had 25. That's Game 6. And then, oh, was that Game 6? No, it's Game 7. Game seven, he had. Oh, wait. That's game seven. What am I looking at? Thirty-five. I'm looking points. at game six. My Bam bad. had twenty-five, and Kyle Lowry had fifteen. That's pretty much it. I mean, Tyler Hero had none. Oladipo had nine. Gabe Vincent had four. Uh, Max Struess, three for ten. Three for ten. PJ Tucker, zero oh for three. What is Jimmy Butler to do? Game six. Let's talk about game six no then. He had what? Forty-five points. Forty-seven. Forty-seven points. What is this man to do? What is this man to do, Boston? What is this man to do, Pat Riley? You mean Miami. What is this man to do, Miami? Well. You said Boston. I did say Boston. Boston knows what they did. He he knows exactly what they did. But at the end of the day, Miami is a a weird team that really owes Jimmy Butler an apology. Yeah, I mean... I'm I'm on the the Jimmy Butler. I am not a Jimmy Butler fan. Mm-hmm. I very much uh, think that Jimmy Butler is somewhat overrated, in my opinion. However, it you cannot deny the fact in this series he had he had help. what eighty points in two games. Yeah, 
Didn't win though. He didn't win. Is that his fault? Yeah. It is could have done could have done better. He had 47 and they won by 8. No, I think I think my feelings about Jimmy Butler are um not as related to this series itself cuz there's times when yes, he looks like oh my gosh, this guy could be a top 5 NBA player. Um you know, one of the best players in the world. And yes, he carried job this team as far as he could and he received no help. That is the main story of this series. The reason you know they didn't win was because his supporting cast did not help him. Um particularly in game seven. Um, you know, Bam Adebayo is solid. He's great on defense. He had 25 points in this game. But Max, if Max Struess and Kyle Lowry don't disappear for, you know, many of the games before this one, I don't think that the Heat have the struggles that they did. Their, their backcourt went from like, wow, where did they find this guy Max Struess? And, oh, wow, they're really... You know, keeping Kyle Lowry's career somewhat afloat at the top of the game to this is the worst backcourt I've ever seen. It's awful. It's it's bad. I mean, Max Struess, he had, he had one big three uh, late in this game. He had the, like, it was on the right the right wing. He, like, caught it, sidestepped, hit a three. That was, like, a tough shot. Mm. But one for six from the field does not cut it from a guy who relies on his um, three-point shooting percentage to start. Um. I don't know what they're doing with Duncan Robinson. Didn't play at all in Game 7. Played a little bit, I think, in Game 6. I mean, I know he's not as amazing as he was years before. I mean, he's not the Duncan Robinson that came onto the scene as a walk-on and just absolutely lit it up from three. Yeah. But he's got to be better than what Max Struess was in the back end of this of this series. I mean, they, they put him in for very minimal minutes. And honestly, I don't... I don't see why you start Max Struess over him, especially this late. I know you want to keep some consistency going into the playoffs, but if you need to win and your three-point go-getter is shooting two for seven in game seven, I mean, it's time to time to rethink the roster in Miami, I think. Yeah. Just because it seems like a big jumble of players that really don't know their roles and don't have consistency enough to keep the roles that they do have. Yeah, I just I agree. It's a very janky roster. Yeah. And and I hadn't I was not a Heat believer and I never have been a Jimmy Butler believer. I just think there's there is something about it for me on a side note that like I f- I feel like when Jimmy Butler is called upon, you know, yes, he's he did all he could. He carried this team through two games. But when he gets called upon in a close game at the end, I don't feel like he's a he's a closer. I will say I don't that think last he's that guy. Shot was horrible. It wasn't. I go back and forth because I there was a lot there was more people defending that shot than I thought there would be mm-hmm. um, because they said look he's open they had just made like four buckets in no, a row. No, I understood why he shot it. I don't know why he shot it there. I don't know why he rushed it. He had time. I know he could have set up a play. They could have called timeout and and called something from from uh, from the out of bounds, but. I don't know why you, as a guy that's not known for making threes, you decide to play hero ball right then and there. Yeah. I know if he made that shot, I would have been eating my words easily. But he didn't. But he didn't. And and if anyone else had taken that shot, it wouldn't be a oh, question if, if it was a smart shot. If anybody else, if Kyle Lowry took that shot, yeah. I mean, first take would have a field day field with day. him. An absolute field day. Remember when Danny Green missed that three in the finals? Mm-hmm. They had a field day with him. Yeah. If Kyle Lowry did the same thing after Jimmy Butler put up 35, ooh, 
never, never ending. Right. Never ending for that guy. I just... So I understand why Jimmy Butler took this shot. I just don't know why that shot. He's not that guy for me. He just isn't. Yeah. Jimmy Butler isn't that guy. He's got the dog mentality. He embraced the heat culture. Um, the only reason I was disappointed this game wasn't a blowout was uh, because Udonis Haslam didn't get the chance to play. I was. It was so funny because they're showing Jimmy Butler walking down the floor yeah, to the locker room, and Udonis Haslam is ahead of him, like just distraught. And I'm just. It's just so funny. Like, how do you? How do you? How do you think about that when you just did nothing? <laughs> Man's had as many minutes on the floor as I did. Yeah. And he's like as mad. Yeah. But that's heat culture. That's Udonis Haslam for you. Yeah. That's how he is. That's why he's still on the team. Yeah, that's why, that's why he's still there. He's got he, that mindset. He will have a roster spot on that team for as long as he wants. <laughs> They'll it. hang his jersey in the rafters. Probably. That, just that'll that. be that's worse than uh, Nick Collison at the, with the Thunder if they retire Udonis Haslam's <laughs> number. That's worse, in my opinion. I forgot they're retiring Nick Collison's number. Although I guess I mean Udonis Haslam won, won a he was on the, the one of the finals teams, wasn't he? I, think he, was, I think he was on was them. he on all of them? Okay, well then maybe that's fair because Nick Collison didn't win anything with Thunder. Because wasn't Udonis Haslam technically in the same draft class as LeBron? He might have been. He's like forty-seven years old. I swear. He looks it. He's, He's got, got three the white rings. Beard. Oh my gosh! He's okay. all the way back in the yeah, 2000s. No, retire, retire Udonis Haslam's number. <laughs> He's got three rings. I think that he'd go to the finals if Udonis Haslam plays one minute in this finals. Udonis Haslam gets his number retired. Patrick McCaw gets his number retired. Oh yeah. Three times um, in a row, champion Patrick McCaw. Oh yeah, I um I think Udonis Haslam is the perfect uh, player to um, put to practice my theory of taking your end of bench guy who doesn't play and put him in and have him punch Just, the other uh, yes. best player on the other team and then knock them both out for the entire series. What? Oh no, Udonis Haslam's out for the rest yeah. of the playoffs. What a what a bummer. And they're not, they're not without Jason Tatum. Do you think if someone really did that, they would like like if that was someone on the Lakers? Do you think they'd punish LeBron instead of <laughs> instead of the actual? We know what you were trying. Adam Silver's just knows what they're trying to do. <laughs> they just they just kick they LeBron, kick out, LeBron of the out of the playoffs. He's like, what did as a result. I do? Think about it. That would be funny. That'd be the big brain. That'd be a big brain Adam Silver move. That would be really funny. Adam um, Silver's like, yeah, you're gone, LeBron. Nevertheless. Uh, the Boston Celtics did win this series. Who was the finals MVP? Jason Tatum. Was it Tatum? Uh, Mickey the Mouse. Larry Bird Eastern Conference MVP. Mickey Mouse. First of all, I brought this take up on another show, but I think if you're going to do this with the Magic Johnson Western Conference and the Larry Bird Eastern Conference, mm. I think you need to have it for the semifinals too. Mm. I think I think we need a DeMar DeRozan Eastern Conference semifinals MVP trophy. And who would it be for the Western Conference? Um, LeBron. No, no, it has to be someone who's very dominant in ju- the Damian Lillard Western Conference Finals <laughs> or semifinals MVP. That's, that's think about it. That's disrespecting the Cristiano Felicio Eastern Conference oh, you're first right. round you're MVP. Right. Sorry, the Jordan Wara and Wara. the Brian Scalabrini Eastern Conference. First round MVP. Oh no, the Western Conference Semifinals MVP is Baron Davis because before also, that was Steph Curry's Eastern team. Players. What's up? <laughs> before that was Steph Curry's team, it was Baron Davis's team. That's right. Don't forget the Baron that. Davis first round Western Conference MVP and yeah. the Brian Scalabrini Eastern Conference first round MVP. Yeah. Yep. Easy. We did it. We did it. Um, and then the uh, wait, Udonis Haslam Finals MVP. Yep. Why don't they have anything about Michael Jordan? I got asked that question. Michael Jordan doesn't have a trophy, does he? 
Because Kobe no. has the All-Star Kobe game. Has... You have Bird and Magic now. Larry O'Brien's the trophy. Bill Russell's the finals MVP. They'll probably name... They don't have they'll anything have, after Jordan. They'll have Jordan for something maybe after he dies. Yeah, fair. They'll have a, they'll have a statue in every NBA stadium of just him. Of just Michael Jordan? Yeah. Dunking on that team could beat team. anybody because it's got Michael, Michael Jordan on it. Michael Jordan on it. Oh, noted uh, LeBron truther. What was the stat you read that uh, was it first take has uh, says LeBron's name like 78% of oh, their yeah. shows? What was it? <laughs> like last time, it was like 70% of the shows of of Undisputed, Undisputed. With, with Shannon Sharp and uh, Skip. Skip Bayless. They mentioned LeBron in some, in some facet or another. Skip loves LeBron. Skip. It's obvious. Um, yeah, Jason Tatum, Eastern Conference Finals MVP. Uh, I've been really excited to see him when he does tear it up. I think he's a player that really makes you frustrated because when he doesn't play well, it's real bad. But you know how capable he is when he is on his game. He he's in some people's argument, a top, like a top five or six player in the league mm-hmm. when he's playing at his best. Um, I don't think I trust him to have the consistency necessary still to win a championship this season, especially when you're going up against a guy like Steph Curry, Clay Thompson. They've both been there before. Um, two Milwaukee natives and dogs and Kayvon Looney and Jordan Poole. We love that. Mm. Um, Jordan Poole's from Milwaukee? Yeah. I didn't know that. So is Kevon Looney. Well. I played against Kevon Looney, or Kevon Looney's high school in soccer once. Oh, I thought you just said you played against Kevon Looney. I did not play against Kevon Looney. That, I was going to say, that that's, a, be, that's way crazy. I had to guard him. I was like that kid with Zion. You know, remember that clip? <laughs> I do remember that, that clip. That was me with Kevon, or Kevon Looney. Um, no, I'm kidding. But I guess let's go into it. So the Celtics obviously won in seven, or in, in, yeah, in seven games. Mm-hmm. Um, the Warriors took down the Mavericks, who, phenomenal job beating the Suns, by the way. Yes. We haven't had a show since they absolutely embarrassed the Suns on their home floor. Kudos to Dallas. Kudos to for, Dallas. Big kudos to Dallas. For absolutely embarrassing Devin Booker and Paul George yeah. in Game 7. You mean Chris Paul. Did I say Paul George? You did. <laughs> um, Yikes. Yeah, I watched like just a little recap of that series. The Suns talked so much smack. Yeah. Like, like in the first couple games. like Devin Booker was in press conferences saying, like, you know, y'all got to watch out. And then Luka... Luca, you don't want to make Luca mad. Luca's scary when he trash talks and he's mad. The photo where he's like, uh, Booker's like hunched over and Luca's like Staring goes up. below him, just like looking up, smiling. I'm like, that is some Joker energy. Right I think there. the clip of the series was when I think it was the end of Game Five. I want to say Game Five because I think it was in Phoenix. But Devin Booker immediately just steals the ball out of Luca's hand in the middle of the timeout yeah. to pass it in, and Luca's like, "Come on, bro." Yeah. Like, why you got to be like that? And from that moment on, Luca was absolutely lights out. Yeah. And just absolutely dominated, doggied the Suns. He's awesome. I like Luca. But, yeah, I think I think it's a Dallas Mavericks team that had a fantastic series just to end up facing a team that is a lot better than the Suns. Mm-hmm. Like, it was a fan, like, if that was a Western Conference final, that would be crazy. Yeah, I look like the the Mavs just are still I mean, it's what we've said I think since the bubble. They're just still one piece away. They need they need a superstar. They need somebody else to be Which that guy. Which is easier said Luka than done. Can. Yeah, it is. And but, and the fact they got this far with the roster they have shows a lot and I think is going to be appealing to a lot of free agents. Dallas is a good market to go to. Um 
It's like the fourth biggest market. Yeah, something like that. So, you know, you got Mark Cuban there. You have a guy who's invested in his team. So they'll, they'll be fine. Dallas will be back. They'll be fine. Um, but Golden State put on a clinic in the, in the Western Conference Finals, and I think if I'm going predictions, I was asked today earlier just by somebody, I'm saying Warriors in six. Five Peters flashing up. I'm going in Warriors in five. In five. Why in five? You think just no? I think going back to Jason Tatum, I think Jason Tatum, like we said, is a fantastic player when he's off his rhythm. And I think there's very few teams yeah. that can throw him off his rhythm. And I think one of those teams that definitely can throw him off his rhythm uh, is the Golden State Warriors. Just because although they're a team that's known for just being an offensive powerhouse, they're a team that also knows how to play defense. And I think Draymond Green is a big reason as to why they have such a big presence on the defensive side of the ball. And I think that as a team, they'll be able to come up with ways to shut down Jason Tatum. Because mm-hmm. once they shut him down, the whole team kind of collapses around them. Offensively. Yeah. Offensively. So it's going to be interesting to see because Boston also had a fantastic defensive clinic in Brooklyn in round one, shutting down Kevin Durant. So it'll be interesting to see how each team, I mean, both teams are going to show up offensively, but how each team responds defensively and how they shut down those stars is is going to be interesting to see for me. So I saw an interesting stat today. I got a couple things. Mm-hmm. Um, one, Boston this season is the only team uh, in the positives for point differential against the Warriors. I think they're like plus 73, and I think the Bucks were second, and they're minus 16. Wow. So they've been good against the Warriors. Um, I think defensive, it's going to be a fun little chess match to watch because one thing I saw uh, Dallas struggle with was when, um, you know, guys like Kevon Looney and Draymond Green, like, would be wide open, like kind of on blocks and backdoor cuts. Like they'd either set a screen for Steph or Steph would just naturally draw in a couple of defenders. And Dallas had to have a lot of help defense. And that would leave those guys, those, you know, bigger guys for Golden State wide open for just little dump offs. The amount of times I saw Kavon Looney just wide open for a dunk, easy layup because whoever's guarding him has to go help on Steph Curry um, or Jordan Poole or Clay Thompson or whoever it is. That That was a big vulnerability point for the Mavs the Celtics I think have the capability to stop that one they've got Marcus Smart who is a flopper and a fraudulent depoy but that's besides the point um he's a guy that can you know he's gonna hassle Steph Curry yeah you're not gonna ever truly stop Steph Curry it's Steph Curry um but you've got a guy who can probably guard him better on ball easily than anybody on the Mavs can and then you have like uh, Robert Williams and Al Horford down low who are smart defenders Mm -hmm. you know when Al Horford is playing probably his oh best basketball gosh. of his life right now. I think he's um, traveled back in time. He has. I think he's we have. He's Benjamin Button. We have. Yeah, we have a young Horford on our hands, and a young Horford is scary good. Um, he plays. He's played phenomenal in transition for Boston, and I think Time Lord being healthy and staying healthy. He's thirty-five. I know it's crazy. No, he's not. This is not true. He's thirty-five. It's crazy. June third, nineteen eighty six. Oh my so gosh, his birthday's a couple in days, two days. He's gonna be thirty six. Yeah. I'm thirty six. Thirty six. Uh, but I think the the key player for me too is him, and then Robert Williams. Mm. Robert Williams showed in the past series that Boston had. He's instrumental when he's there. He's in the middle. Um, you know, he can command the the defense down low. I think that's gonna be huge to stop some of those little screen and roll actions that the Warriors like to do. 
And then, yeah, it's just all about if if Tatum shows up on offense. For sure. He's got to be that guy. If, if they have close games, which there I think will be one or two in this series, even if the uh, Warriors do win in five, you know, you're going to have like a game two in Boston. No, sorry, game two will be Golden State, but wherever, whatever. You're going to have a game two. It's going to be like, you know, a six-point game, and Tatum's got the ball. He has to have the ball in his hands. He's got to be making shots. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it starts with Deuce. I think, his, du- I, think I think Deuce needs to be positive vibes. Mm-hmm. I think the eyes need to be on Deuce. Take the eyes off of Jason. Yeah. And that's when Jason Tatum shines the best. Oh, Grant Williams, another guy, too, who will be huge in this series. Oh, yeah. How he plays defense. Does he play a lot? Grant Williams? I didn't think he played a lot last season. Or last year, last series. I mean, he he wasn't as effective as he was, but against Milwaukee, he was huge. Yeah. Which, whatever. Yeah, he had... Oh, he had 30 minutes. Okay. Yeah. I mean, Grant Williams, Grant Williams would be big for them. Um, you know who has been big though is um, Derek White. Derek White's been playing fantastic. New as father. Well. It's the new father energy. Yeah, he's got the dad strength. Exactly. Like his first couple games, he like was kind of bad right after his kid was born. Mm-hmm. I think the dad strength was like channeling in, and now it's here. Yeah, that's scary. Yeah, I agree. Um, but you're going Warriors in five. I'm going Celtics in six. No, sorry, Warriors in six. Warriors. Um, Warriors. I think it'll be fun too. It feels so long since the Warriors have last been in the finals. They have literally been to six of the last eight of them. Yeah. It's crazy. And the Celtics haven't been since 2010? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They 12 lo- years. They lost to the Lake Show in 2010. Lakers. In seven. Um, real question is, before we move on, uh, who is going to win the finals MVP over Steph Curry? Because it's going to be somebody. It's going to be Nick Stauskas. Nick Stauskas? Is he on the Warriors? No, he's on the, he's on the Celtics. Oh, okay, so it's actually Celtics in five, and it's Nick Stauskas? Uh, well, the Warriors will win, but Nick Stauskas will get it anyway. Mm. Hasn't that happened before? I think it's happened, like, a long time ago, but I Maybe. think it happened. It's happened in other sports, I think, where the, where the other team, a guy from the other team doesn't win the MVP. The MVP! Um, my three, I'll, have, I'll put forward three. Um, oh, the only player in NBA history to win finals MVP on a losing team is Kawhi Leonard. No, oh. it's 1969. Man. Oh, my Lord. Who is the one player we know from the 60s? Oh, it's not this guy, is it? It's not. It's not that low vet guy. Yeah. Clyde Love. It's a no. It's a well-known player. Kareem. No, no. Bill Russell. No. One more guess. You got it. From the 60s? From the, from 1969. Oscar Robertson? <laughs> Jerry West. Ah, oh, darn it. When the Lakers lost to Boston in seven games. Jerry ah. West averaged 37.9 points per game in that series and lost. Wow, and we're talking and about lost. we're talking about Jimmy Butler. Real Jimmy Butler numbers. Yeah. Look at that. Make okay. Jimmy Butler the logo. Uh, I've got th- no. <laughs> That'd just be making Michael Jordan's kid the logo, though. It's true. Noted son of Michael Jordan, Jimmy Butler. Um, okay, three. I've got three for who's going to win finals MVP. Mm-hmm. Um, you got to go Iguodala again. <laughs> I want Iguodala. I want Iguodala. Um, I want Gary Payton the second. There you go. And then uh, number one, Baron Davis, because, again, before this was Steph Curry's team, it was Baron Davis's team. Warrior. So by choice, Steph Curry has to donate his rings to Baron Davis because he laid the groundwork <laughs> All of them. For, what this, for what this team has become. 
You know what? Monte Ellis finals MVP. Sure. I know. Yeah, trust me. It'll happen. Who else is on this team? I think Baron Chris Davis. Chris Chioza could win finals no, MVP. No, 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 Chris no, Chioza. no, Everybody no, loves Chris Chioza. No, no, no. Oh, okay, actually, never mind. Go Celtics. Juan Toscano Anderson. Go Celtics because of Chris Chioza. Could be a good one. James Wiseman. Has James Wiseman played this year? I don't even know, actually. Not in the. I don't think he has in the playoffs. I doubt he has in the playoffs either, but I don't even know if he's played Plus, this James year. James Wiseman? The second pick, I, I watched a video on this. The second pick has been crazy in the NBA, like the the, the bust factors. The second um, pick? Yeah, the was, second pick. Wasn't Jaw second pick? That's true. I think he's one of the only exceptions. Hmm. There's like there's like a few exceptions. I click on James Wiseman's stats. Yeah, he hasn't played this season. He's out. His status is out. Well, he's been injured, so it's he's not like been he's been playing bad and they benched him. Um, yeah, I guess only other NBA thing, the lottery happened. Oh, yeah. Um, Congratulations, Orlando. Orlando has the number one pick. Congratulations on Chet Holmgren slash Paolo Bancaro slash Jabari Smith. Keegan Murray slash Jabari okay. Smith. The, the, slash the top three is clear, unlike what Peter said. Right. The top three is clear. It's Chet Holmgren, the big man from Gonzaga. Incorrect. Uh, Paolo Bancaro, yeah. the scoring, free scoring forward out of Duke who cramps. Mm. And uh, Jabari Smith. Sweaty boy. He's very sweaty. Jabari Smith. Um, noted, got bust. clamped by Mizzou. L plus, of, yeah, definitely clamped a, by definitely Mizzou. A bust plus, definitely, you fell off. Definitely not the Kevin Durant plus of the future. Bad. He's bad. No, he's not bad. He's great. But uh, I guess real quick, who are you picking if you're the Magic? And then we'll go to a break. Uh, Keegan Murray because he's the best oh player. Oh my in the gosh! Because we'll do. Because he can shoot. Keegan threes, Murray's gonna he get dunk. He can play defense. He can play down low, and he can clamp on the perimeter. What can he do? What can he do? Win a, national, win a win a tournament game. Let's go to break. You can't do that. Let's go to break. Go Spiders. Yeah, Iowa didn't make the tournament. Yeah. No. <laughs> um, they won the Big Ten and then didn't get a tournament. We'll do a, mock, we'll do a mock draft episode or show a little bit later. The draft's in four weeks. Yeah. Uh, but if I'm the Magic right now, I'm taking Paolo Bancaro, and I am cashing in that check. Okay. That's my that's my pick. Okay. Go Bancaro. When Keegan Murray finishes career with 12 rings with the Rockets, they're going to be crying in their soup. Their alphabet soup. The Rockets should pick uh, Shaden Sharp. Keegan Murray is a fraud. Just kidding. I'm sure. No, Keegan Murray's fine. He'll be good. Um, okay, yeah, we'll kick it to a break. When we come back, we'll talk about some more stuff. Um, just kind of general topics in sports. It's a little bit of a dry spell right now because the finals haven't started. We got NHL playoffs. We do have NHL playoffs. We can talk We can talk NHL playoffs. I've been following. I've been following. But we'll be mm. back um, with some more penalty box. It is currently... 728 Central Standard Time, and back with more shortly. Who's Quinn Derrick Witherspoon? Hey, Mizzou fans, did you know that research at the Wellness Resource Center indicates that 80% of MU students have a negative opinion of people who litter during tailgating? This is why Mizzou has the best fans in America. This public service announcement has been brought to you by the Wellness Resource Center, Craft Beer Cellar, and KCOU 88.1 FM. You want to feel important. You want to be a part of something bigger, something that matters and can help change things. You want to feel like you belong. We know. We felt that way, too. And that's why we did something about it. We aren't just Army National Guard soldiers. We are normal people just like you. And together, we can make a difference. Take on your legacy. Visit NationalGuard.com to find out more. 
sponsored by the Missouri Army National Guard. Aired by the Missouri Broadcasters Association and this station. This message is for all of you sitting in the passenger seat. And apologies if it gets a little uncomfortable. But how does it feel to be at the mercy of someone who thinks a random text is more important than your life? Someone who takes their eyes off the road while speeding along in a three-ton hunk of steel. Freaky, right? Well, why not just ask them to stop? Or better yet, volunteer to text for them. It might be a little awkward, but believe me, you'll live. Learn more at StopTextStopRex.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. Lay. Sir. Yeah. Yeah. Kane is in the building. Everybody. Oh my gosh! You couldn't have done that the minute, the, the moment before I, I went on air. FM. It is currently 7:30 p.m. I'm Peter Camp. That is Jack Knowlton right that? there. <laughs> I guess. Wait. I guess that's not actually abnormal to say, but it just sounded weird when you said it like that. Just, that. The way you, you pointed that. at me. It was the point. It was the point. Uh, oh, I want to give a quick shout out. Mm. I'll give the shout out later. Go ahead. Never mind. Scratch the shout out. Shout out will come later. Um, how much do you know about the NHL playoffs? I've been following. It's Have been you? crazy. Oh, yeah. dude, it's been wild. Yeah. Um, Absolutely wild. I saw last, was it last night was the Avs and Oilers, this 8-6 game? Yes. That was wild. Uh, I've learned all that matters in hockey. I don't care about the score. I want the SOG and that's it. The SOG? The SOG is all that matters. But you know you can, have a, you can have a small SOG and still no, win. No, you cannot. That is a fraudulent you, win. You can. No. But you can though. Nope. No. I I I also don't like that uh, they play in the ball arena in Denver, but they are using a puck. puck. I also noticed that. That's that's not that's not. I mean, right. look at this. I mean, right now the Tampa Bay Lightning and the New York Rangers are tied. Game one, Eastern Finals. Who's winning the SOG? Uh, the current leaders of the SOG are the Tampa Bay Lightning. Good, go Lightning. They have five SOGs. Sog. It's just Sog. Sog. Shots on goals. It's like goals. Goose, Peter. I guess that makes sense. And then uh, the Rangers have two Sog. Mm, okay. So Lightning will still, win. Still very early. Early in the Sog but, battle. But still. Sog, Sog champ. Yes. Sog champ. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, it's been a crazy, crazy offensive uh, NHL playoffs. Um I mean, most notably, uh, oh, man. Well, uh, Pittsburgh blew the 3-1 lead to the Rangers, right? They in did. In the first round? New York, I think the Rangers were the only team to be down in all three elimination games and still come back to win in a 3-1 deficit. So they they were down 3-1 to the Hurricanes, too? Was it 3-1? No, yeah, no. They were down, were they down 3-0 or was it 3-1? We can check. I believe they were down 3-1 to the Penguins. And game five, six, and seven of that series, they were down going into the third period, and they came back to win every single time. They went down. I think they went down three two to the Hurricanes, and then won the next two games. Yeah, but the Penguins, they went down three one and came back. Yes, that's right. So I watched that game seven. That was sad. Rangers really are the, the comeback team. Uh, Edmonton, I just don't have any faith in Edmonton. I mean, they they easily got past Calgary. 
Battle for Alberta, right? That's yep. what that's called. Yep. You're, there you go, man. Yeah, I know hockey. There trust go, me. Man. I've been learning the Flames. I they had a cool. Uh, they had a big setup outside their arena. Mm. They had a nice flame district. Yeah. Um, it's not a great name. Heat I don't know. District. What, heat district. I know because that's too. I don't Miami. know what it's called. Well, it's the Canada. fire pit. Oh, <laughs> I got it. You gotta get in touch with their trademark. PR team. Trademark. Uh, and then, of course, there's Colorado, who has kind of been steamrolling these playoffs, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Uh, they beat. They did beat the Blues in six. Uh, they beat the Predators in four. So they swept the Predators. And against the Oilers, they they gave up six, but they scored eight, which is pretty much the uh, the the idea of the Avalanche. Defense which, defense wins championships. That's what their belief is. Well, it's more of an offense wins championships because no, they needed eight goals to beat them. They allowed less defense. I, you know what? I guess that's right. <laughs> I guess that's guess that's how that works. No, I'm kidding. You keep going. But I mean, it's been a very entertaining playoffs just because there's been so many close series, so many close games. I mean, you just talked about the Rangers went to two game sevens. Uh, the Lightning, who won a fraudulent cup in the bubble and then won it like $20 million over the cap, won it again. Ooh, so you're, Peter doesn't like the Lightning. I'm just sense. saying, man. I'm just saying. They're really good, though. Bubble like team. Got... Bubble buddies. They do have a great team, but I don't know. I like seeing someone else win it every year besides the Lightning. And that, that's what I wanted to ask. Should Do we want to back a team the rest of the way? Should we back one? We, I got what, the Avs, the Oilers? The, I'm going to go with the Rangers. We want to back the Rangers? I'm going to back the Rangers. I'll, I'll, this winning is a penalty two, box back. Winning two game sevens and having Artemi Panarin is a is a big plus for me. Cinderella? As a, as a Blackhawks fan. Okay. So I'm going to go with the Rangers. So No, that's we have to agree. It's the penalty box oh, back Oh, sorry. Team. Yes. I, okay. I, I'll go with that. That's fine. You don't want to go with Colorado? Colorado's a fun team. They, they seem like the... the finals in a while they seem like the hot team though i feel like the rangers are the the underdogs even though they're from new york yeah they're, they definitely are that i'm fine new with york that. team i'm fine with that they just need to start winning the sog yeah and then i'll like them more there you go all right go rangers what other are we are any of these like super big shockers that they're this far edmonton maybe uh, uh nah i mean edmonton have Connor mcdavid who is Arguably the best player in hockey Mc, right now. McJesus? Connor McJesus, yep. So I like that. And then they have Leon Dreisidel, who is also a machine. Uh they also have who's also been playing really well. Nazem Kadri for uh, Colorado's been playing really well. Um But uh yeah. It's been a competitive playoffs. Probably going to be a more competitive playoffs. I don't think a lot of these teams haven't won a cup in a while, except for Tampa. But um, and especially Edmonton, they're trying to break the uh, the Canadian curse. I don't think a Canadian team has won the Stanley Cup since the '80s. Oh wow, not since the '80s. Um, really? So that so then uh, NHL rigged putting them up against Calgary, forcing them to. I guess that makes it so a Canadian team advances though. Yeah, the last Canadian team. Sorry, it was not the '80s. It was '93. That's a long time. Montreal won it in 93. Montreal. So it's been like 30 years, 29 years. 03, 13, 2003. Yeah. So about 29 almost, years. Almost 30 years. Almost 30 years Jeez. since a team from Canada has won the Stanley Cup. Uh, see, that's feeling like it'll, next year will be their year then because they'll make, make it a clean third. Well, I mean, Montreal did make it to the 
finals last year. That's right. They did. Yeah. They also beat the Penguins. That was a Mickey Mouse run, but yes, they also did beat the Penguins. <laughs> a first place President's Cup Penguins. Oh. That lost to Montreal. The Canadiens. <laughs> and I think they were also down 3-1 to Toronto, too. And came, they came back. And they came back and yeah, won. Yeah, that's right. So, um, yeah, shout out hockey. Which I- doesn't bode well t- for the Rangers this series, but it'll, prob- it'll probably be a Colorado-Tampa final. As much as a Rangers-Oilers finals would be really fun. It'd be close, too. They're, those are really close to fun. Other, both those places. Not f- they're not far. But, yeah. Oh, Interesting. I'm happy to let you know that the Rangers are now winning the SOG. Let's go. They're That's now winning my the SOG. penalty box back team. Four the straight New York Rangers. shots on goal. Beautiful. Beautiful SOG, SOG lead. So. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, no, I, I definitely want to keep following along because I've gotten more into hockey and it's very enjoyable. Are you a big uh, Vasilevsky or Shisturgin fan? Oh, the second guy. The sh- yeah, Shisturgin. Shisturgin? Yeah. Shisturgin. Shisturgin. Sounds like a... I don't know what that is. Hinga dinga Lee Happy Lee Ferrickson Day. Shout out Lee Ferrickson. Um, when is Lee Ferrickson Day? I don't know. Look it up. Dang, this guy is so old. He's not from Moscow, Russia. He's from Moscow, USSR. Is this just Sturgeon guy? Yeah. Wow. That's old. Uh, it actually says USSR on yeah. it? On ESPN. It doesn't just change? You know what? Fair enough. It's, I, they want to get their facts different, right. So. The ESPN knows geography. They yeah. want their geography right. Yeah. That's fair. They want their history. His they name want is history. Igor. 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 Is it spelled I G O R? Igor. Yeah, it's probably Igor. That's how you spell Igor. But have you not listened to the album, Peter? No. What? <laughs> I've heard songs. It's a good album. You should listen to it. <laughs> Maybe I will. June 2019. Great album. Um. Meanwhile, uh, hockey's going on. We'll we'll, fo- we'll we'll keep following along. We'll update everyone on our Rangers how they're doing. Yeah. Um. Other things today, the matches today, that's, of course, the golf oh, yes. um, outing between it's Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady. My favorite part of it is just the smack talk between yeah, the two. Yeah, it's fun. I was just about to get to that. It's Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady, for those who don't know, going against Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen uh, for charity. Why did you say Allen like that? How did I say it? Allen. 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 Josh Allen. Allen. Did I really say it that weird? I, I, that that's, how I, that's how I heard it. Josh Allen. Is that better? That was good. Okay. Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes uh, and Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers. The old guys against the young guys. Yeah, young guns, old heads. Um, Josh Allen just said, apparently he said, quote, these guys are pretty good at golf. This is what happens when you don't go to OTAs uh, to Rodgers and Brady. I do love all the smack talk. It's fun. It is always fun. Um, I don't know who's winning. I haven't found, like, a score anywhere, but... Is it is it live right now? It is. It's on right now. It started at like an hour ago. Um, oh, Tom Brady apparently shanked, uh, shanked one. Nice. Who are you rooting for? I'm rooting for Allen. I hope both most. teams have fun. <laughs> I, d- I don't care about either of them. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know how Allen and Mahomes can 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 be teammates after that that playoff game. <laughs> There's no way this is a real team. But um. Yeah, I don't know where to find it. Is it just on like CBS? It's all for charity. I think it's on TNT. I'm just, just they just charity. have like videos. It's all for charity. No, it's all for it's all for personal gain. They really need the money. They probably have a big side bet on the side. They might. Kind of like a um Caddyshack. Oh, PGA Tour says, wait. Gambling's illegal at Bushwood. <laughs> and I never slice. And I never slice. 
I just went to commercial. Yeah, I don't know. It's 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 fun. I think, you know, I'm, Tom Brady's I, missing putts. It looks like. Really? Yeah. Well, I was gonna say I think the old heads will win just because I think old people are just they're better at better golf. at golf. But now that you say that, I don't know. You get a golf knowledge when you get old. You know I what's agree. gonna happen is I think, I think, um, uh, uh, Josh Allen is just gonna over putt every time because he has a big arm, but he doesn't have any accuracy. And I think Patrick Mahomes is going to be distracted uh, by Jackson Mahomes' TikToks on the tee, on the tee box. Yep. And uh, he's not going to have any defense when he putts. So he's going to get sacked every time. <laughs> he's going to get tackled every time on the, on the, on the green. I think, that's, I think that's accurate. I think I, Aaron Rodgers think... will play really well until the second to last hole and he'll choke. And I think Tom Brady will have someone else putt for him and win another ring. Oof. James White will come in and putt for Tom Brady and then won't be given MVP, have, just like in the Super Bowl against the Falcons. He'll have five-yard putt downs and then win a ring. Yep. He'll putt every, every shot. I've roasted everybody in the up. match. Uh, Tom Brady did that. They did a little chip challenge where they, they had baskets, but the baskets were like wide receivers on each of their teams, and Tom Brady said he was going to win because he said, Aaron Rodgers, Devontae Adams left you, Patrick Mahomes, Tyreek Hill left you, Josh Allen... Diggs is still there, but someone's going to leave you eventually. But Mike Evans will never leave me. And my question wow. is, wow. first of all, why wasn't it Gronk? It should have been Gronk. <laughs> um, Mike Evans is an accountant, second of all. Yeah. So <laughs> He's an accountant. He will leave you, Tom Brady, for his accounting job. <laughs> Makes um, a lot of money. I don't know, but it, it's fun. It's all fun. Uh, also, I think Patrick Mahomes will win this tournament if he's given 13 seconds for every hole. He has to complete the hole in 13 seconds. Otherwise, he's disqualified from the hole. Otherwise, it's an automatic, uh, you know, plus nine or whatever. Mm -hmm. I think he needs 13 seconds every time. Yeah. Because clearly that works in football. It should work in golf, too. Mm -hmm. um, and there you go. That'll work. Yeah. Shout out, shout out the match. I guess we'll figure out who wins. Whoever wins. However golf works. We'll figure it out. Yeah. However golf works. PGA Tour is not doing a good job tweeting. I'm disappointed. They never do. Who would you want to go? Who's your dream? Who would be your dream celebrity golf partner? Easy. Russell Wilson. It's a good choice. Yeah. He golfs, doesn't he? Sometimes. He I think a lot of professional they probably people all golf. They probably all golf. They're athletes. Whatever sport they can play. Yeah. They all golf. Uh, mine... Or it could be me and Peter Dinklage, and we could be the Pete Bros. <laughs> the Peters. Yeah. Peter. Peter. But uh, mine would be um, Scotty Scheffler. Duh. He's a golfer. That makes sense. And we'd win. That makes sense. Easy. But I'd have Peter Dinklage. <laughs> the Peters. The Peters. Peter. Um, let's see. What do we want to do? Do we want to go to a break? Roll into the penalty box now? Do we have any more we want to talk about? Jimbo and Saban are qu uh, squashing their beef in college football. <laughs> what, a, what a weird beef that was. <laughs> hey, so you're funny. cheating. Hey, you're also, you're also cheating. cheating more. We're both cheating. Yeah. And then they both got exposed and they both apologized so they didn't get an, a some sort of investigation on them. This supports my argument that the SEC coaching circle is more fun to watch than like Real Housewives or any reality What's, TV what's show. the phrase? It's like the pan calling the kettle black. Yeah. Yes. Yep. I, I, I don't know if that's all the way right. But I don't I know, think that's right. It, yes, but it's, it's something to that effect. Something to that effect. Like the skillet calling the trombone a bicycle or something like yeah, that. Or like the chicken calling the egg an egg. Well, it is and an then egg. laying the egg. But which came first? <laughs> I'm not having this conversation. <laughs> the idea is that both of these guys... Do the horses know they're racing? 
I don't know, man. <laughs> but, but at the end of the day, Nick Saban got mad because Jimbo Fisher took his grand idea and made good players come to his university. Right. And it's kind of like when you're at the dinner table and your 89-year-old grandfather is mad at your other 89-year-old grandfather because he chews too loudly, even though you can both hear them chew as loud as they can from all the way across from each side of the table. It's like, get it. You both do that. Let's get over, and I want to eat my turkey, please. Like, that's kind of how that was. It was just kind of unnecessary. That's a phenomenal comparison. Yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. I think it's, uh, you know, it's like... I, never mind. I'm not even going to make another comparison. That was great. Yeah. That was great. Um, so don't shoot I love, too loudly or else you'll get roasted by I love, me. I love the SEC. It just means more. This is exactly what they meant it by just, saying it exactly. just means more because it means so much more that we're willing to expose our own cheating scandals just to hurt somebody else. I think they should do it like YouTubers and box. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> I would pay thousands of dollars to watch Nick Saban box Jimbo Fisher. Gary Patterson will face Kirk Ferentz in one of the opening rounds. Elijah Drinkwitz would easily be the Elia best boxer Drinkwitz in the SEC. Elijah Drinkwitz against Lane Kiffin will be one oh of my the gosh. undercards. Elijah Drinkwitz would punch and Lane And then Kiffin the main out. card will be Nick Saban going up against Jimbo Fisher. Yep. Yes. That would make so much money. Thriller or Triller, get on that. Do you know how much people would pay to see um, the Auburn head coach get punched in the face? Who, Brian Harson? Brian Harson, for what he's done? I mean, keepers. Yeah. <laughs> Celebrity boxing match in the SEC for football. It'd be great. Uh, okay, any other things? Or should we? I, I, I mean, you could have game day there, too. Lee Corso puts go. on the saving head. Lee Corso versus uh, Desmond Howard. <laughs> Lee Corso versus Kirk Herbstreet. Yeah, versus Herbstreet. <laughs> for leaving. But Herbstreet. Yeah, I don't know. Did he leave ESPN entirely to go to Amazon, or is he still remember. on game day? I can't keep track of all that anymore. Joe Buck's going to do his games with, like, J.J. Watt <laughs> I now. Think, I don't know like, what's happening. Everybody pretty much stayed where they are, except Joe Buck and Troy Aikman went to ESPN. They're done. They split up. And Chris Collinsworth and Al Michaels just split up. Sad. Yeah. An end of a couple of eras right there. Um, well, we can keep talking about this, or I, vo- I said I'd volunteer. We didn't have a guest this week. Um, I said I volunteered the penalty box. The penalty box. Do yeah. we want to talk about football getting rid of divisions real quick? Oh, sure. SEC might get rid of divisions. The Pac-12 already has. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the ACC is going to as well. They probably should. Um, I know Eli Drinkwith said in a statement um, at some meetings that he had an opinion on it, but he's not going to discuss it yet. So we'll see if he if he comes out and says how he feels about that. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe the commissioner said they would never do the pod system which I know a lot Dang of people it. considered uh, for when Texas and Oklahoma moved to the SEC yeah. in a couple years. That's in two years. In, yeah, two three years, years, two or three years. Um, it's wild. Yeah, what do you think? Should the SEC get rid of the divisions? Sure. I think so. Why not? I love college football being as crazy as it is having conferences, conference teams absolutely switched up, like Mizzou going to the SEC or like, you know, somebody else going to the Pac-12. Mm-hmm. I, it's it's always fun to watch. Always see, always fun to see it go down, and we haven't seen it in a while. Not since like 2014, 2015. Yeah. So I think getting rid of conferences, having each team have a fair chance. I don't know how they're gonna split it up now and make it fair. If they're just gonna go back to like the old ways that it was, just random teams each year. Let them schedule. Yeah, but I don't know. Maybe less con- out of conference games, or maybe force Power Five to face Power Five, or I don't know. I feel like you're going to have a lot more organization with it still, even if there's no divisions. Like, I think you're going to have set matchups where 
Mizzou, for example, might agree, all right, we're going to play Tennessee home and home for five seasons, and then we'll figure out something else. Like, I think, I feel like that's still going to kind of get scheduled out like that. Probably. But it's not going to be like we play that Mizzou plays Kentucky every year or they play, uh, you know, why am I forgetting every team? Kentucky or Vanderbilt. Tennessee, Tennessee, Vanderbilt, Arkansas. But, yeah, it's, I'm down to see what they have in mind. Yeah. It might be awful. It might be done in a couple years, but I'm down to try. I think you should pick the games out of a hat. Random. That's how they do it in the Champions League. I think for soccer. they should fight in a celebrity boxing. Oh my gosh! Match. The winner, the the, the, the top, winner the top in order really they need to pick to their schedule. Yeah, Vanderbilt's going to be a first pick every time after yeah. Nick Saban steps out on the ring. Yep. There you go. I love how he's saying Vanderbilt would still be bad if their coach was celebrity boxing, just as they are in football. Yeah. <laughs> That's tough for Vander. We we it's tough. It is tough. But yeah, we'll Vanderbilt. see. I don't know. Um, we got five minutes left. What do we want to do? Uh, let's do the 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 box. Do you want to do the penalty box? You I have, want me. You want I me have to do questions. It? All right. If we got questions, we could do it. Okay. We have to we have to be done in five minutes. But you know, we can get it done. We, we got we it got takes folks. Two and we'll explain we got folks after us, assuming they can get in the building. Yeah. Hopefully they can. All right. All right. Two minutes on the clock. Yep. You ready? Yep. Three, two, one, go. What's one word that describes your life? Roller coaster is that one word? What are your fa- no? It's not. But oh. coaster. What is your favorite song from a teenage years that you still rock out to when nobody else is listening? Uh, she's so gone by it from Lemonade Mouth. What's your fate? What's your childhood actor actress crush? But your celebrity crush? Your first childhood. Selena Gomez. What's your most embarrassing moment of your teen years? Uh, when I sliced my finger open. I was still a teenager. Craziest dare you ever took? Craziest dare I've ever taken? Yeah. Um. Pass. I don't know. If you were stuck with a lift in a lift with a stranger, what song would you suggest to sing to keep up your spirits? Um, I want it that way. Uh, what's the grossest food you have eaten but had to be polite about it? I had to be polite about it. Uh, probably like haggis. What was the most trouble you got into as? Uh, what did you get the most in trouble with your parents for as a kid? Uh, like lying about stuff. What's your first concert you went to? Uh, it was Chance the Rapper. What was the funniest movie you've ever seen, and what moment made you laugh the hardest? Oh man, um, uh, I'll say Talladega Nights, and it's when he pretends that he's on—he thinks he's on fire. What's the weirdest thing you've ever eaten for breakfast that is not breakfast food? Um, I haven't had too many uh, non-weird breakfast foods. Maybe like a sandwich. What is the strangest family tradition in your family? Ooh, um, watching the Muppet Christmas Carol. Uh, what's the name of your first car? Aces is, is, is its name. What Disney slash cartoon character were you explicitly afraid of as a kid? Scared of? Uh, I didn't like the um, evil guy in Aladdin. The the evil like wizard guy. Jafar? Jafar. I didn't like Jafar. What's the first singer or band that you were a fan of? Imagine Dragons. Have you ever gotten lost and what happened? Uh, no. I know where I'm going. Uh, what's your favorite seat on an airplane? Window. Have you ever been on a cruise and where did you go? No, I have not been on a cruise. Do you enjoy the outdoors, and what's your favorite outdoor activity? Uh, probably just hiking or playing soccer. I'll count yes. it. Also, I, I'm capping. I don't like the window seat. I like the aisle seat because I uh, am tall, and I need my legs to I, more room. That's fair. But do you ever get mad that you have to stick your legs out, but then people are like, excuse me, can I go to the bathroom? Yeah, and then the you have to stick your legs back in, and I, then you have to move your legs back out. I tripped someone holding a baby once. On a plane. They didn't fall. They stumbled, though. It was close. Yeah. It was close. That's And I've been hit by the Bev cart before. That the, the I heard is knee. bad. That hurts. Yeah. They go fast. And they don't care. Mm-hmm. They do not care. Um, I'd feel like I did bad. 
what you skipped one, didn't you? I passed on the the um, worst thing I've been dared to do. I don't know. I've never been dared. I I chicken out of everything. I have not been. I've not gone through with very many dares. All right. Well, without the dare, you got eighteen. Oh, okay, that's not terrible. It's not awful. I'll break twenty eventually. Yeah, we'll have a guest next week, um, and my boring voice won't have to do it. Um, I, I could tell you the weirdest breakfast food I had. What? At one point. What? So I remember the night before that morning, mm-hmm. I ate all my green beans. So oh. we got to go to uh, Dairy Queen, and I got a large cookie dough blizzard. Okay. And I was like, I can finish this. <laughs> no. I didn't finish it, and we stuck it in the freezer the next morning. And so I woke up, and I went downstairs, and I finished the blizzard for breakfast. So I had half a basically frozen chunk of cookie dough blizzard for breakfast one day. I feel like actually that's not horribly crazy. Like it probably didn't taste as good because you don't want all that sugar like right away in the morning. Yeah, but I didn't tell my mom. Oh, It was before she came downstairs, so I was like sitting next to the freezer with a spoon just shoveling cookie dough blizzard milkshake, whatever, as quick as I could. Yeah. Because, I don't know. I didn't want my mom to catch me. It was waffle day that day, too. But I didn't like waffle day because it was just so easy to make a bowl of cereal. Yeah, bowl of cereals are nice. It's just easier. I don't have to wait. It is. You just pour, pour, spoon. Milk, done. Milk, done. 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 Easy. Easy. All right. Well, that's to wrap things up here for us. Um, but we hope everyone enjoyed this week. We'll be back next week. We'll have a guest. Mm-hmm. and Send us your favorite co- coach boxing matches on yeah. KCOU Twitter. Yep. On Penalty Box Twitter. At Penalty, we bo- at see penalty Box KCOU. We'll make a whole us. card. Yeah, we'll make an undercard, and we'll have it happen. We'll call Nick Saban. We know him. It'll be fine. Um, hope everyone enjoyed, and see you next week. Bye. Do you love watching the Olympics? Do you devote hours of your life every four years to watching all the Olympic action? The Gold Standard on KCOU is here to keep you updated on the sports and athletes you love to watch 